Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show with your host and creator of the podcast, Sean Spencer. It is Monday, 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 Monday here in Houston, Texas, Monday the 26th to be precise. Um, yeah, coming towards the end of April now. Can't believe how sort of quick time's going this year, but there you go. It is uh, just coming up to... Well, it's 11.40 in the morning, so normally, traditionally, I have a beer when I'm recording this, but similar to last Monday when I recorded early on, I do not have a beer because it's a little bit too early on a Monday. Um, so, yeah, no beer today, but the next episode will be because I'll be recording it in the, in the evening, or at least late afternoon. Uh, last week we we went through the Super League, the European Super League, and and all the madness that was going on last week. A lot sort of changed and happened hourly, so it was it was tricky to keep up with. So I did a couple of episodes on that. But today's episode we're going to be talking about youth sports. Youth sports. Uh, the title of it is Parents, Coaches and Teachers, the Drama of Youth Sports. So those that have um, been regular to the to the podcast um, might have heard me mention Stuart before. Stuart is a, a tutor back in England, a lecturer, um, super, super intelligent and great rugby coach um, is, his, is his main sort of main passion. But he, he shares a lot of interesting articles and and some of them um, when I read them, like I can I can relate to them. So this this particular article is actually from a trampoline and gymnastics place over in Australia. It's called High Flyers, and I'll put the I'll put the link to the to the article down below in the description. So if you want to find the original one, you can do that. But I will sort of just read through read through the article. It's not it's not a super long one, and then we'll have a little bit of a discussion. So sit back, relax, and here we go. As I just mentioned, the the website is called High Flyers Trampoline Gymnastics, and the title of the article is Parents, Coaches, and Teachers, The Drama of Youth Sports, which is straight away um, is intriguing to me because I've I've worked for many, many years in, in youth youth soccer in particular and um, experienced a, a lot of that. But here is the article, sort of word for word, and like I said, we'll we'll go through it. Um, as always, share this if you think it's important. I think it's a good information for all of us to think about once in a while. Not every situation is a major event. There seems to be a trend of hanging on every word a seven-year-old says. There seems to be a sensitivity to every action of our athletes and coaches. Children will say, no, I'm not excited about going to practice once in a while. That doesn't mean that there is anything major going on that needs to be investigated. We seem to be learning, leaning towards doing something if it's quite right today. A child talks talks her mum into signing up for an eight-week session, makes one 
comment in the fourth week that she doesn't like going anymore and the parent feels compelled to act, sometimes allowing the child to quit. The lesson the child just learned. A coach or teacher who comes to a parent and mentions that little Susie didn't have a real good practice doesn't mean that something major is going on. It is natural for an athlete or student to have a bad day once in a while. No sweat, just natural. Now, if she has gone three, three weeks with the same not-so-good behaviour, then we need to take a look. The process of learning includes good days and bad days, days when something is learned and days when nothing is learned. The process of learning in youth sports includes striking out, falling off a beam and missing a hurdle, all natural when dealing with children. Maybe we all need to chill a little bit more. A skimmed knee doesn't mean a 911 call. A bad competition doesn't mean the coach has lost their ability to coach. An umpire blowing a call at second base doesn't mean that they have it in for your team. These are natural happenings, minor, not major. A child becomes a prepared, well-adjusted young adult by experience about experiencing about 2 million by estimate situations as they grow. There are very few major situations within those 2 million. They are all small steps that we experience, learn from, and then move on. If we get overly sensitive to every step in the development of your child athlete, we will go crazy. The stress level will be unbearable. We will look, we'll be looking over the shoulder of everyone who spends five minutes with our precious, easily broken child. I believe that most children are very resilient with a strong shell. I also believe that it is possible to make their shell thinner and thinner if the adults in their lives treat every situation as a major event. The, the kids are watching us. They are learning how we as adults handle everyday situations that arise. One math test in sixth grade isn't going to affect their potential for a college scholarship. Making, it, making an out happens more often in a baseball game than getting a hit. Raising a child is about an 18-year adventure, a series of small learning events and activities that will shape your child. Enjoy the ride rather than stressing so much about every step. The coaches and teachers helping your family will do much better job if they don't have a group of stressed out parents watching every minute of every practice. The less drama we have in the incredible world of youth sports, the better. Less stress helps make a great learning lab for the development of our kids and athletes. Less stress makes it more fun for adults too. Enjoy the ride. Um, and then that's from Tom Bergdorf from Gymnet Sports. So the first section of the article, and I'm going to sort of like clump this together under under certain little titles. Uh, the first bit is about the the child not enjoying every second of every practice every every week, um, and and the child communicating with the parents or with the coach, saying that they might have been frustrated or they couldn't do something or they didn't. They didn't enjoy a particular aspect of it. Now, I know from my personal experience, I go I go to the gym pretty much every day. 
and there's some days where I I don't want to go in um, because I feel tired or unmotivated or whatever it is. But as an as an adult, I can sort of I know that's natural, and I'll get into the gym, and oftentimes that's that's enough. Once I'm in the environment, then I can sort of um, a break out of that sort of mindset that I was in beforehand. Other times. I feel okay. I can get into the gym, and then once once I'm there, it just might not happen. My body might be tired. I might be tired. I might be distracted, um, and it might take it might take a like the warm up to to actually get into it. And then and then other times it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't click. Sometimes you just have to go through through the the, the motions. Um, and again, this is this is all natural, and. And the same thing happens with with kids in 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 youth sport. Um, they could be tired. They could have been at school all day and then gone to gone to practice whatever sport it is, and it it, it just might not click on that day. And basically, the article saying that um, you, as as sort of parents, we shouldn't. Or, or coaches, we shouldn't be like reading into that too much. Now, if that if that child is coming week in week out and isn't enjoying it and isn't getting anything from it, then then yeah, by all means, like something something needs to be done. But this is um, basically saying not to jump the gun, basically, uh, which I agree with. Which I agree with. And the other thing, it, it teaches them that if they make a commitment to something that it needs to be they need to follow through with it which i again i i totally totally agree with um recently i've been i've been coaching a, a four-week sort of strength and conditioning for kids from 13 years up to around like 17. Um, there's been a few of us coaching it and basically the aim of it was over the over the four weeks we would teach them sort of fundamental uh, strength strength and conditioning movements so the weight there was hardly any sort of weight it was more about sort of movement patterns and and getting them into sort of good position and helping them sort of develop that foundation so then when when they get them down and they get a little bit older, then they can start adding weight and they, they understand what what to do. Now, over the four weeks, it's, it's gone through different movements, pushing movements, pulling movements. Um, there's been sort of conditioning pieces in there. And I think every kid has found something that they, they were good at and then other things that they found pretty difficult so one of the one of the um, most important things for for sort of me was to sort of teach them that it, it's okay to not be great at something. You just don't want to quit. Just keep keep going. Try your best. Try and figure it out. And and um, yeah, see it through basically. So I totally totally agree agree with um, agree with that. What the article's saying. Um, and then the other interesting bit, it says it right at the end about the um, children learning from, from the parents. And, and kids are pretty sort of resilient in terms of sort of feedback and not being good at something or, or being good at something. But they'll often be constantly watching how the parents are behaving 
and will feed into that. So if parents not happy, blaming say the referee for a decision, then then the kids will will copy the the parents and um, the most influential person in the life. So we we have to be careful of that. And when when the kids are at school, they they're not the parents aren't there, so the the kids are free to sort of make mistakes and try things. And, and they'll do that for hours. But in sports, oftentimes the parents are there watching and they don't they don't get that, that freedom, which which is a shame. Um the thing where it's saying about um parents parents needing to 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 chill out. Um that's how they've they've sort of explained it in in the article and it, it's interesting it's really interesting sort of for me again like oh my experience with this is is in the soccer world mainly um and there is there is really no room uh, certainly again this is this is more the the american um angle if the parents are watching practice and then they're watching they're watching the games now Every every kick, every pass, every tackle, every decision, um, every result is overly scrutinised, which is excessive for, for pro athletes at, at the top of the game. But again, the pro athletes at the top of the game are, are, are getting paid a lot of money to sort of deal with that and their adults. Um, and and that's part of the the sport. We will sit there, watch baseball, soccer, or, or American football, um, and then you've got the the pundits before the game analysing matchups between key players and defence versus attack and stuff like that. Then we'll watch the game half time or during the breaks. Again, it will get um, analysed and reviewed. And then afterwards, you've got the newspapers, you've got websites, you've got YouTube vlogs, you've got um, news channels, again, scrutinising every every play, every decision. And that's that then feeds into the sport. And then that's ultimately why, um, why these players and, and teams get paid so much money. Now, that's all well and good at the top, top level, but that can't happen at youth sport. And, and sadly, it does. It does, um, because again, you have you have the parents on the sideline um, talking to each other, and then talking to the coaches, talking to the owners, and um, shouting and screaming at, at the kids over. And then other parents then will copy what they're seeing, and then the other team, and it it all becomes a big a big mess. And and it's a shame because it does it does hinder the, the the development of of the children because ultimately a child should be able to go into to practice and like what it was saying in there you're going to make more um, forget the exact word strikeouts than you are hits certainly um, in games and and in practice. And it's the same thing across all all sports. And this is this is obviously um, a gymnastics article. You think of how many times a, a gymnast is gonna is gonna fail um, a tumble or a, a, a backflip or something like that until they actually are able to to nail it and get it perfect. There's going to be a lot more failure than there is success. Certainly early on in in the development. 
and again, exact same thing with with soccer. Um, they need they need the freedom. If if it's a striker and the shooting, they they might not be able to um, get it on target for 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 a while because they're, they're trying a new technique or they're trying to use the weaker foot or they're trying to do a volley or half volley, whatever it is. But they, they need the freedom to know that it's okay for them to try this move rather than sticking to to something a little bit more basic that ultimately is going to hold them back moving forward. Um, so, yeah, that's what I just wanted to, to talk about today. Again, I'll put this... I'll put this article in in the description so you can you can have a look at it yourself. Um, but the main the main takeaway that that I want is is for people to understand is it's a it's a long journey. It's a long journey, and this this is sort of saying uh, going up until the the eighteen years old, which is still pretty pretty young. You can almost go to to sort of twenty one with with this. If you've got a, a five, six, seven-year-old child, like that's over a decade of of learning. And then you think of how many months are in that decade, how many weeks are in that decade, and then down to days of training, if they're training like three or four times a week. And then from then days, then you go into hours, hours into minutes, and just think of how many, how many slip-ups and, and mistakes and room for for learning and and how often um the mood of of a child can change the attitude can change with that and fluctuate and uh, again it's all it's all perfectly perfectly normal what we don't want to do is is be overly sensitive and and jump the gun uh, but yeah it's uh, like i said it's a, it's a good area for discussion you may agree or disagree um, with me. That that's fine. Have again, have a read of the article yourself. Make your own mind up, and and just have a think around around the subject. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, if you want to find me on um, Instagram, I'm on Resolute Fitness Challenge. I'm on YouTube doing fitness stuff at Resolute Fitness, um, and you can also support the channel on anchor it's just anchor fm man sean sean spencer it might even be sean spencer support um, and you can you can help the channel out to keep creating content other than that i will be back again this week and um yeah have a good week speak to you soon